Let's go in-depth on Iowa State with the Des Moines Register. It's time for Cyclone Insider, powered by GMIG's 5th Street Pub on 1460 KXNO. All right, welcome to this week's Cyclone Insider here on 1460 KXNO. Of course, we are joined by our friends from the Des Moines Register. Randy Peterson and Tommy Birch are back at the 1460 KXNO studio. I'm here in Norwalk with the crew on the RVTV tour um we'll be doing our shows on the tour all week long as will murph and andy here on 1460 kxno hawk central tomorrow night at the same time and uh welcome these gentlemen to the conversation uh peterson i'll start with you how are you today my friend i'm well how are you you is it raining down there you know i don't know it, it certainly is going to i i'm stuck inside of this building right now and i can't see but the radar looks pretty damning right now so hopefully we'll uh we'll, we'll stay away from it you what know, about you birchy what's no. going on? yeah go ahead pete no you know it's gonna it's gonna rain every day until it snows yeah <laughs> i feel like i live in a rainforest right now seriously yeah. it's just humid and it, it rains nonstop. uh birch What's going on, my man? Um, and, and, and I'm going to let you start things off today and, and get your general reactions as Matt Campbell had his press conference today. Uh, how did you think Iowa State's head coach handled um, you know, all the conversation from the cancellation of that South Dakota State game? Good. I mean, he had plenty of time to figure out what he wanted to say. We, we actually didn't get to talk to him right after the game. But obviously the two big talking points now moving forward are Okay, what's Iowa State going to do with this game, uh, this opening? If are they going to try to get back? Who are they going to try to go for? And then another big talking point has been the suspensions. Did Matt Campbell make the right to decision to uh, allow these guys to come back uh, and play for the Iowa game after quote unquote sitting out that that first game against South Dakota State? Peterson, how do you think Iowa State has handled this whole situation? Um, having never been in a situation of having a, a game canceled, I'd, I'd have to say probably pretty well. And, yeah. and I, I guess at least it looks like it. Yeah. Okay. There's some unanswered questions like, you know, did they consider moving the game up on Sunday uh, or on Saturday, for example, um, you know, things like that. But last night on the, on, on, you know, Walters' show on the tweet, the Twitter show, the Twitter the Twitter in coaches show, whatever they call it now. Um, um, it's the Cyclone Coaches Corner, Peterson. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's it <laughs> on the Cyclone Coaches Corner in which people tweet in their questions. Okay. There you go. Um, Get it right. <laughs> but it, I forgot what I was going to say. No. But anyway, um, um, listening to Jamie talk about all the different scenarios, he gave me a headache, and I actually texted him and called him. Last night when he was driving home and, you know, said that it's I really my head spinning. And so I can just imagine what what his is doing. So, um, you know, but but bottom line is, OK, the, it, it, the game got canceled. So, that, you know, so potentially they could only play 11 regular season games. Gee, isn't that the way they used to do things 15 years ago? And you had to win six games to go to a bowl game. And if Iowa State's as good as, as we think it is, do they really need that 12th game against Presbyterian or SMU or Kennesaw or, or Southern or Kennesaw Mountain Landis or whatever that team <laughs> is to go to a bowl game? Please. See, th see, this is where Chris, actually, Randy and I kind of differ about things. And I totally agree right, with I'll him. I'll be that, the middle man. Let's go. Yeah. 
I, I totally agree with him that, look, hey, this is probably not going to be <clears throat> a game that makes or breaks Iowa State's bowl chances. I mean, I think, I think Iowa State still gets to a bowl game even without playing this game. But to me, this game does matter for other aspects. One, you've got so many true freshmen that this would be a huge opportunity for them to get playing time. I mean, you talk about that four-game redshirt rule. This is the type of game that's made for for those guys to show what they can do, kind of get their feet wet. Then the other part of it that I look at it like, okay, how many times in an Iowa State football season has Iowa State won seven games, won eight games, been in the conversation of all those different things? When you're talking about Matt Campbell and he's trying to sell that he's rebuilding this program and doing things that nobody else has done and accomplishing things that haven't been done for a while, the difference between six and seven games or or seven and eight wins becomes pretty monumental, I think. Yeah, you know, I probably lean more with Tommy, but I I, I get what Peterson's saying. I mean, the problem is, yeah, the, the, the problem is that you know, Pete's right. You did used to have to win six with 11 games, but the problem is everybody else isn't on that playing field. And I, and Tommy's right, too. I, I agree with both of you. You you want, like, there's certain milestones you want to meet when you're Iowa State, right? There's certain things you want to do. You want to win nine games. That hasn't happened since, you know, Dan McCarney did it back in, in 2001, I believe, was the, the year that they did that. And, and, and that hurts, and for that reason, you'd like to see him get that other game. And then, like, stats. I mean, I know that Matt Campbell doesn't give a damn about this, but I'd like to see what David Montgomery could have done this year in 12 games and, and, and Hakeem Butler and all that. Jaquan Bailey. Jaquan Bailey. Yeah, He's got, I'll, I'll, he needs yeah. eight sacks, or nine sacks to be the career sack leader. He could have gotten that There you that go. I mean, that's, that's the thing that I don't like about it, but it's more because I'm more of a historian of Iowa State than I am anything at this point. I, I, I'd like to see those guys get the 12th game. Because of that, um, when elsewhere, do you play it, is, when when would you? I mean, you. I don't. I mean, we heard from Jamie, and it it yeah. doesn't sound like October twentieth is really possible, right? No, it does not sound like that's possible. And I, you know, of the two teams that he says are available on the whatever that would be, on the end, um, December first, only one of them said they'd play, and only if that team's not in the championship. Uh, in, the, in their respective conference championship, so I, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't hold out much hope for a um, for a game, um, and and it, that's going to throw all kinds of of, of uh, different scenarios as far as refunding money. And I, if somebody's out there, we're live, aren't we? Yeah. If somebody's out yeah. there and and has a ticket from Saturday's game, and if they've got a magnifying glass, flip the ticket over on the back and let, read the fine print and see if it says anything about what happens if the game has been canceled. Um, um, I'd be curious if, if Iowa State actually does have to, to refund. Um, and they probably do, but I'd just like to know what's on the back of a ticket. Um, so, But in that respect, yeah. yeah I, and plus, don't forget the gate, the home the home team gate, although not, you know. This is so easy for me to sit here with my microphone inside of a bar in Norwalk, Iowa, to, to sit here and bloviate on this. But I think that even if even if they're they've got seven wins at that point, and but they're not playing for a Big Twelve championship, I think Iowa State should choke up the money and buy the extra game. 
uh, for more of the reasons of what what Tommy said. I mean, you're trying to build something. You're building more momentum. If you can win eight, if you if it's the difference in going seven and six, or excuse me, you know, seven and four and, and eight and four, I think you absolutely try and buy yourself that extra win. You, you, you're going to make money off of the gate. It's good for the economy. But, again, and that's super easy. And if you get somebody hurt, for... you're going to pay. It's going to be a PR disaster. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I guess I keep but looking you, you at that. But you don't have to play your guys that game if yeah, you're killing that, them, you know. And I, I kind of look at it like, okay, <clears throat> if you can get uh, a game this late in the season against somebody that you should, you know, quote-unquote, take care of business pretty handily, Talk about the, I mean, the amount of exposure and just great experience you're you're gonna get for guys like Johnny Lang, guys like maybe even Brock Purdy and Real Mitchell. Who, I mean, usually at the start of the season, you're talking about okay, we want our starters to get their feet wet, just kind of get into a rhythm, shake off some of that rust. By that point in the season, all that should be gone away. Um, I, I almost look at a game like that as kind of that, that first week of bowl prep, you know, where they always talk about all that extra uh, added time during bowl prep you you get where all the young guys get to play. Last year, Iowa State got to wheel out all those all those guys like Matt Leo and give them a chance to shine. This situation almost creates an actual game where you could have that type of situation. Here's, here's, one, yeah, more, and get, here's one more thing. Go if, ahead, Pete. If they play on... December first, um, that will lessen the month or whatever it is between the last regular season game and um, the bowl game in all likelihood because that's a that's a very boring month of, of inactivity. Um, so in that respect, yeah, they, 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 a, a December first game could help. And Iowa well. State fans aren't going to care who they play. I, mean, I think Iowa State fans, no, you just one, want to see a game, and two, there aren't many opportunities for them to to really get to sit back, relax, and enjoy watching them uh, kick the living snot out of somebody besides Kansas. And as long as the weather is reasonable that day, uh, I think no matter what, Iowa State fans are going to watch them play whoever. Five one five two eight four five nine six six. Cyclone Insider here with the Des Moines Register on fourteen sixty KX. And we do have a couple of calls, and we'll let you guys chime in right now. And we'll start with Shelby, uh, who's joining us here on KX. And welcome, Shelby. Well, I'm a Hawkeye fan, but I'm calling in. I just want to know. They keep talking December first. Why doesn't Iowa State play Nebraska on this December first? Because Nebraska don't have anything going on that weekend, and then Nebraska can get beat two weeks in a row by an Iowa team. <laughs> well, one right now, I, Nebraska, from what Jamie Pollard said on the Colin show last night, is they're trying to keep open that uh, that that date open for. I believe Akron, correct, Pete? Where yes. I think they want to make up that game, and then two. I mean, you look at Nebraska and you look at Iowa State. Uh, maybe this isn't as much the case for Iowa State because, like we said, look, we don't think that's going to impact Iowa State's bull sass. But for Scott Frost and his first team that's rebuilding right now, you want every win you can get. and You want to go out there and play an FCS team. You don't want to play a Power 5 team that's, um, that you've got rivalry history with and if you go out and schedule out game one, Nebraska is not going to want to come here. 
they're going to want to play a home game. Iowa State's not going to want to go there because they want to play a home game. And neither of them is going to want to play a neutral site game because they want to play a home game. So it's a cool story angle. It would be really neat to see. I understand why fans would love to see it, but there's no way it's going to happen because of all those factors. Gotcha. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for the Thank you for the call, Shelby. We appreciate it. 515-284-5966. We'll take Matt now, who wants to chime in on this. Matt, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Uh, I'm, I'm like Shelby. I'm a Hawkeye fan. But I've got to say, uh, listening to the call-in show this morning with uh, Jamie Pollard on the morning rush, he somebody from South Dakota State asked him for a refund, and he said that uh, you should talk to your university because they took the money, which I thought was a great comment just because, hey, they took the whatever the payout was. They still paid it. Everybody was happy. 450000 Yeah. If they want refunds, go to the, the school then, not not Iowa State. Well, I think I think there's, there's a couple things at play here. If that person from South Dakota State purchased the ticket in Ames, then that's one thing. But South Dakota State got – 4,000 tickets or, or something like that that they sold through their own school. So maybe that's what Jamie meant by by go to South Dakota State because it may have been included in, in South Dakota State's allotment of tickets like all visiting teams get when they go yeah. places. Yeah, so no, there's a couple unless, things at play there. Unless this is a South Dakota State fan that happens to live in Ames and just went to Iowa State University and bought the ticket because right now – Part of the reason why I, I believe Jamie Pollard is not willing to say, hey, we're going to refund this or we're going to do that specifically with tickets is because there's so much in there right now. They don't even know what they're going to do with this game. Yeah, um, and I listen, Pollard's not untouchable, nor is nor is anybody in this world, but I'm, I'm not going to. I have a hard time criticizing anything Iowa State did on Saturday. Randy, I mean, you've been around a long time, but I mean, that's a really tough spot, man. Like we don't that just doesn't happen. It's not you can't plan for things like that and and you you do your best when it happens. And they were I I, I don't know. I I understand fans were disappointed. My my daughter was sitting there in the concourse miserable just like everybody else. I get it. But I but again, when you've got 60,000 people there, you've got student athletes, safety has to come first. You can't play the game in the lightning. There were major logistical problems about playing the game on Sunday. The only thing I can think of is you move the game up, but I'm friends with meteorologists who didn't expect there to even be a problem. So, I don't know, Pete, what, put a bow on this with your experience. How do you how do you gauge that? And It's just hard for me to kill anybody about this. From a safety standpoint, Iowa State did, exa- did, did the only thing they could do did the only thing they could do uh, i had somebody somebody text me last night or saturday night or whatever it was curious and probably being somewhat cynical um about about why cancel games why why is there a delay in games for lightning when football players go out there and beat the heck out of each other and give each other concussions and and they can't do anything about that which is you know I, it made me think for scratch my head for a few minutes here but I, I do think Iowa State made the right call in calling the game off because Tommy and I were driving back to Des Moines, Lord knows what time, midnight, I don't know what time it was, and it was like we're dodging in and out. We're, we're, we're um, slaloming down the interstate trying to dodge um, um, bolts of lightning, and I, that, I, that's a little bit facetious. Yeah, but yeah. They were all around us. I mean, but, you could see them striking 
striking poles and trees as we were driving down. And it's like, but what I will say to Randy when it comes to, um, you know, the the question somebody posed to him about football players being subjected to hard hits, concussions, and all all that stuff. That's what they sign up for. The fans yeah, do not exactly. sign up to, uh, to sit in the stands and um, have to have the fear of uh, getting struck by lightning. I mean, that to me was um, the biggest thing. I yeah. mean, the the the, the, the no matter what you do, lightning is nonsense. You can't play when there's right. lightning. Like you just can't. Do yeah, it. it's and, nonsense. If and, anybody thinks that, I'll tell you what. For fans that were not at the game, fans that were at the game and went under the stands, we were in the in the, the, the the press box the entire time. And there were a few bolts of lightning that you're like, wow, that is a little too close to home. And even us, the most, uh, the most, I mean, we, we wanted that game to get in so we could get in, get done, and get home and see our families. We wanted that game played more than anybody. At times, we were like, okay, wow, uh, that's a good thing that they're not playing right now. But the only thing I will say, yeah, I mean, it's like you said, when it comes to the weather, um, there's no predicting it. But, um, I mean, Iowa State did have the power. They they controlled the TV part of it um, to move that game up. It's going to be interesting to see what they do from here on out if they're so inclined to to keep scheduling night games when they control a situation like this or if they kind of give themselves oh. some wiggle room. I'm guessing no because they yeah. haven't had a game canceled since 1963, and that yeah, was because... I don't because, think you can overreact. No. I mean... But it, it might not be a bad idea just to have that, I guess, precaution in your back pocket. I, yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I totally disagree. I mean, I, they, I mean literally... The last time Iowa State had to cancel a game was when JFK was assassinated. Yeah, no, like, I get that. It's not like this is like some. This isn't Major League Baseball in every April where we have to. Oh, it's too cold, and you have all these snowouts. Maybe we should move the season back. This literally is not. They've not canceled a game since 1963. I just, I think it's a fluke deal, and uh, this could happen to anybody. Any we we saw there, you know, Nebraska got canceled. Ohio State, they had they had their issues of their own. Um, okay, we've got three callers, and we're going to get to you guys, Ted, Bruce, TJ. Uh, we do have to take a quick break here as we're off early for the Cardinals tonight, but we will take your calls next. This is Cyclone Insider with the Des Moines Register on 1460 KXNO. Everything you need to know about Iowa State, it's Cyclone Insider with the Des Moines Register, powered by g Mig's Fifth Street Pub on 1460 KXNO. All right, guys, welcome back to Cyclone Insider with the Des Moines Register here on 1460 KXNL. Hawk Central tomorrow. Uh, Randy and Tommy, we have four callers on the line. This is your show. Do you want to take callers? Sure. All right. We will start with, uh, I believe, Ted is next here on 1460 KXNL. Hey, guys. Uh, I played and then was a student coach with a college football team. For all the people wondering why they didn't replay the game on on Sunday, not only are there 100 people, like you said earlier, Chris, that need to have a hotel room, you also have to have meeting rooms for all the positions. You have to have audiovisual equipment for all those meeting rooms for people to watch film and get ready and prep for the game. You also have to have a specific meal that the coaches are really yeah. particular about. The, the logistics were just unbelievable, and 
and I live up here close to Ames, and like the guy said, it the lightning didn't stop until 2 o'clock or later, and it was just a disaster, so they really didn't have any other choice. And there's also uh, concession, stands, concession stand personnel that needed to be, you know, rehired or, or, or at least facilitated. Game management, game security, um, the referees, excuse me. Yeah, you the whole referees. thing is a disaster. Um, yeah, it yeah. was. It would have been a security nightmare. So, nightmare. so my question: uh, There are lots of ones, you know, FCS teams that do not make the playoffs. Would Would Iowa State be able to get one of them? Could they petition for an extra game? Yeah, to play that's... on Championship Week is that kind of an option available? Yeah, Jamie Pollard said that's a possibility, but usually those petitions are. Um, addressed after the season, but I didn't understand that either. Yeah, what did he I, mean by that? That I I, I took it as it kind of means like redshirt. Usually, when you petition for a redshirt, then CAA doesn't so that doesn't do any good to petition then for opponent. Ex- exactly. Yeah, but there are always special circumstances. So I think that you know that's something that definitely is being addressed. But I mean, it's so hard to predict because one, you're looking for a team that. Uh, you think isn't going to be playing on championship week, but you have no idea really if they are going to be playing on championship week. And you're not only looking for a team that isn't going to be playing on championship week, but also just has that time. I mean, there it's just so many different factors that, that go into it. If Iowa State's as good as we think it is, Iowa State won't need that, won't need that 12th game. All right, Bruce, welcome to the Cycle and Insider Show here with the Des Moines Register on 1460 KXNL. Bruce. Hey, I was talking to your call screener. I just was asking a question because I got on after you'd started, and he put me in the line in the call line. So I got something I'll add to it now. But my question was, I just you said that it sounded like you were saying that Iowa State could find a team they could pay and they could do this. I didn't. I didn't. Is that true? I mean, they could get an extra game if they just want to. There are teams available. They've, it's got to be the right criteria. If you're an FCS team, you can only play 11 games. So the NCAA would have to allow that FCS team to play 11 games or to play an additional game. The FCS opponent would have to have an open date. Um, so it's not an easy deal. That's, it's, that's all. It's re- no. I I, yeah, that. that's good. Let's. Yeah, that's to say okay, that. it's not an easy deal. Add. A lot of, there's a, light- a lot of moving parts in it. All right. Here, I had a lightning experience when I was young. Um, this was probably 40 years ago, and I was just taking my fishing boat. I had a open schedule for a little while, so I thought I'd just go to Canada and fish for a while, and I stopped at the Lax Lake. I'm eating dinner at, I think it's called the Blue Goose restaurant or something and it opens up on Mille Lacs Lake. The Mille Lacs Lake is a lake in northern Minnesota and it's easily 10, 10 miles wide and I'm sitting there looking out at the lake and there are probably 200 walleye fishermen out in this one area fishing and there is lightning on the other side of the lake. It's clear sky, no rain, nothing. There's lightning on the other side of the lake. 90% of those boats immediately went into shore. 10% of them didn't. And lightning came from the other side of the lake and traveled that far and killed this guy in front of everybody's eyes. So 
this eight-mile rule they have, you know, it's well justified. They don't mess with the lightning, yeah. Yeah, good point. All right, thanks for the call, Bruce. Always appreciate hearing from you. TJ, welcome to the Cyclone Insider Program. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Great, how are you? Uh, not too bad. Just got a quick question. I don't know if anybody uh, has brought it up or not, but could they have uh, could they have taken the game inside to their indoor practice facility at all without fans and and TV at all? Yeah, um, I, I wondered the same thing. Oh, Chris. Um, but no, the only reason I did is because if depending on how desperate you were, but then I think you're just yeah. Pete. You're just so opening yourself up to. Like, I mean, what if, if the game is played and a fan has a ticket to it and they can't get into it, we think fans are complaining now, right? Sure, sure. Yeah, that, that's yeah. impossible. That, I, I didn't even think that would yeah. be on the board. That's, um, well, I'm sure the goalposts aren't tall enough. They don't meet the, okay. the extension. Oh, yeah, you can't and, even punt in there. Like, yeah, it, if you yeah, punt, it, it, it hits yeah, the Yeah, I didn't ceiling. know how big it was or, or anything like that. I, I do think, it, I do think it's, a regular, it's a regulation-sized field. It is 100 yards, but, like, the rest yeah. of the logistics surrounding it, I don't think the sidelines would be like, – it's a sure. it gets pretty cramped in there. Thank you, TJ. Appreciate you the You see call. how hard it's raining in downtown Des Moines? Chris, I don't uh, know if you're getting it, but I can't see I can't see outside your windows. Yeah, we've already gotten a lot of that. It's it's nasty down here, too. Jason, welcome to Cyclone Insider. Yeah, no, I was just calling about the refund on the ticket. I'm looking at my ticket right now, and right on the back of the ticket, it says no refunds, no exchanges, and no readmissions. So. There you go. No refunds right there. Th- so. All right, thanks, guys. Thank what did it say? The, say it said again. It said no call. refunds? Yeah, it says yep, no refunds. No refunds. No okay, well, that's a great call. That's that's informative. I learned something. Good. Appreciate that, Jason. Yeah. Uh, last call here on Cyclone Insider. Dan, welcome to the show. Yeah, all I was going to say is all this stuff about the rescheduling. If Iowa State looks at rescheduling because they need a sixth win, I am a huge Cyclone fan. I have a lot more expectation. I won't care about that game. So I don't know that attendance would work. I just I just think it would be a bad thing. It's just let's go on. Like Randy said, we used to do 11 games years ago. It is yeah, but it's it is, 2018 now. On. I guarantee you. So you would not go to a bowl game and get all that experience for your young guys just because just because of how things were 20 years ago? That seems really foolish to me. Yeah, and well, I think. And, and, and it's not necessarily because of the experience of the young guys or the bowl experience. I'm just talking about from a fan perspective, which I'm a season ticket holder, so I, I would I would have a ticket. I just, I just think they'd be playing in front of a 5,000 attendance, and it would be not that exciting a thing. So I'm yeah. not sure it's that big an issue here's my thing dan we have seen iowa state fans come out during some years and for for some years where football was really really bad and for games that you thought iowa state was going to have absolutely no shot at winning so right if 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 you're talking about this could be a game that gets you to a bowl game and uh you get a chance to see some young guys that could be stars tomorrow um, I think there's actually going to be a lot, a lot of fans that would come. I, I think yeah, there would be a lot of fans that would come it, no matter they, what, just the fact that I would say football is playing. Yeah, and that could be because I'm one of those fans that's been there. I, I, I've sure. been there. So, so it's, it, I, I just be curious. I, I don't know that it would be – hopefully we don't have to worry about it, but I, I – I definitely get I the letdown aspect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It would just be boring. <laughs> I want to go back to that. Were you the one that said that, Wait, so, that read the back of the ticket? Well, and said Iowa State no fans refunds? now talk boring talking about bowl games and potentially to get the bowl games. Where did this come around? Wow. Um, I 
Iowa State could play Iowa State could play Drake. They could play Grandview, name somebody. They, they could would play have at Dowling. least 35, 40,000. He said 5,000. That, that's insane. They would uh, – we're overreacting to this. Like, it, it, getting to a bowl game and not getting to a bowl game is major when you're trying to build a program. Even if 6-6 six and six would be a letdown for most people, the, the value of that is exponential going forward. Gentlemen, sorry we didn't have a time to talk Iowa, but the fans wanted to chat uh, about this other stuff. We'll see you on Saturday. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. We're going to be in Knoxville for RBTV coming up here. Cardinal baseball on 1460 KXNO.